Hi, this is Dr. Bill Renner. I myself am board certified in internal medicine and radiology. I'm honored to moderate a series of podcasts focused on topical evidence-based health and wellness issues featuring Dr. Alan Safdie. Dr. Safdie is board certified in internal medicine and gastroenterology, a fellow of the American College of Gastroenterology. He's reached acclaim in his primary field, but during visits to India, Africa, Vietnam, Cambodia, Cuba, to study and lecture on healthcare, he became very focused on preventative medicine and wellness, not just treatment of disease. Uh, Alan really lives the life to incorporate diet and exercise uh, into wellness. Dr. Safdie has been involved in more than 300 clinical research studies and co-investigators about 900 clinical research studies to date. Alan, today I wanted to talk about air. Uh, as you know, you and I have been talking about COVID-19 and the aerosol transmission of COVID since February of this year, very early into COVID. Uh, the CDC just came out this week with guidelines that include aerosol transmission of COVID. So uh, let's talk about air filters. Um, with global warming and now all these forest fires all across the United States spreading uh, uh gas and fires, uh, debris into the air, uh, and winter approaching. Um, let's talk about indoor air filtration. Uh, what kind of indoor, uh, air pollution do we have to think about? Well, Bill, that's an excellent question. And you're absolutely right. We started talking about aerosol transmission and six feet is not far enough over six months ago. Um, it took the CDC till this week, to add to their guidelines that COVID-19, this novel coronavirus, can spread through aerosols. And the problem with aerosols is it can linger in the air for minutes to hours. And people um, have the impression that air filtration can help. So we'll talk about that. I mean, in the past, it was understood that coronavirus and a lot of other viruses, um, the, the cold coronavirus, this coronavirus, which is COVID-19, is spread mainly through respiratory droplets. So when you cough or you sneeze or you sing or you're at a bar or you talk loudly, uh, these droplets spread into the air, but th those are bigger and they fall to the ground relatively quickly. And that's why six feet made sense, but that was developed in the 1930s. These aerosols can travel a lot farther. So one of the things we need to talk about, as you mentioned, is air filtration. Um, you know, Energy efficient windows and doors are great at keeping pollutants out of your home, but they also trap a lot of these aerosols and other pollutants inside your home. Uh, so if you open your windows and you have fires, which out in Colorado where I'm at, uh, we get smoked in California and some from the fires in Colorado and with global warming, we're seeing more and more fires. Uh, so pollutants such as smoke, some, you know, these fires, smoke from tobacco, uh, the gases that build up in your home from cleaning products. Uh, if you have a pet, which you do, you know, pet dander, all can contribute to an unhealthy indoor environment and have ill effects on uh, human beings. So a lot of these particles, uh, fine particles that are smaller than 10 micron, you know, 10 micrometers, 
can be found in the air inside and we're breathing these in and out we're breathing them when we're sleeping and long-term exposure to high particulate levels can lead to possibly brain problems bronchitis reduced lung function premature death um, and there's other compounds that we get in, in our home I mean a lot of the old cabinetry had compounds in it which are volatile organic compounds like formaldehyde that are released from these formaldehydes released from adhesives and paints um, from a variety of things so you know what about molds Alan I mean a lot of people ask me about molds yeah I mean those can get into the air too they don't they, they don't present the same sort of problem as an aerosol transmission so more when you disturb those um, you know you should be looking around your house for any kind of molds especially black molds you can have them tested have them professionally removed if you find those those are things that we can remove and find in a lot of houses but air filtration if they're disturbed may help because most air filters can get down to the 0.3 micron level um, so you know air purifiers help air sanitizers you know where you cover up these smells with things that put more smell into the air uh, of flowers and other things may be more deleterious in my opinion uh, not they're definitely not beneficial so don't cover up the smell let's try to get rid of the smell you know the air purifiers that work the best you have one in your house bill uh, yeah, we have a small portable one for upstairs because um, my daughter, Courtney, had some allergies and she also has migraine headaches. So we we used it fairly frequently. And we also have a special, you know, on our furnace, we added a special air filter, electronic air filter. I, I don't know how well it works, but it, it fills with dust every, uh, every three months when I change it. So yeah i mean the ones on your filter and this is really a complex you know you look at the merv rating merv rating and the higher that is the more it filters out uh in the house so you can look at the filters on there unfortunately the higher it is the harder it is for the furnace to work sometimes uh so you know going up to a higher allergy filtration uh filter on your furnace looking at the type you have there is reasonable it's a good place to start and there's multiple types of portable air filters. And we've shown that HEPA filters result in reductions of 50% or higher in particulate matter. Um, so if you're looking for these, you know, I would look for HEPA filters, especially when we're talking about cardiovascular, uh, neurological health, pulmonary health in people. Um, the, you know, what they do well and is you know, get some of these larger floating particles, um, such as heavier allergens, mites, you know, mold, pollen, they do get it. But when they settle to the ground, they don't do anything. So you still have to wipe off surfaces, you know, in order to get some of those things out of there. Um, one of the things, you know, that everybody should consider in their house is radon gas. And, you know, radon, um, you know, is it's pretty inconclusive, but you know, air filtration is insufficient to really remove radon, in my opinion. So, what about COVID nineteen? Um, you know, how big do you do you realize how big, uh, Bill, COVID nineteen is? Um, uh, how large the particles are? You mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, no, no, I don't know. Yeah. What what size are they? So that's the thing that we really didn't know. 
um, if they're stuck in these larger particles, so if you cough, there's large droplets that are going to fall to the ground pretty quickly. The air filtration system can work at removing those. Um, so, but the small little aerosols can be down to 0.125 microns. Well, how efficient is a good HEPA filter? It's 0.3 microns. Uh, so, you know, HEPA filters can remove 99.97% of airborne particles that are at least 0.3 microns in size. However, the COVID-19 is not quite a, you know, it's a, say about a third of that size. Um, so it's technically smaller than what consumer purifiers would capture, but it could capture some of the larger respiratory droplets um, that we have too. So there's two ways of transmission of COVID-19, the small aerosol particles and these larger encapsulate, the virus is encapsulated in a larger respiratory droplet and the HEPA filter may be able to trap and remove those particles. So it's worthwhile having one, I think, in your house for the smoke that we have, for the other things, but you have to look and see how much air they can remove. Um, you know, can they filter? So each one has a different size and you can look how many, you know, what size room. Is it 189 cubic feet that it can remove or is it 500 cubic feet you can remove? So when you're purchasing one of those, look at the size. Then also consider whether you want to add on one that has an activated carbon filter. And those are mechanical filters that use carbon that can absorb some of the odor causing molecules in the air. And they also attack gases and other things. Um, they're not effective against the formaldehyde that I mentioned earlier, or nitrous oxide and things like that. So they get saturated pretty quickly um, and require replacement relatively quickly. If you have a HEPA filter, you know, make sure you change the filters appropriately. Ones I don't like uh, are ones that produce ozone. Uh, in fact, in California right now, you know, I don't think they can sell any of those that produce ozone. And ozone generators, uh, as we know, ozone in the environment outside is not good. And, you know, quickly, ozone generators exceed FDA's limit of 0.05 parts per million for medical devices. So I, I wouldn't look at those. There's a lot of other type ones, electronic air purifiers and ultraviolet. But I think the HEPA filters, at least in my opinion, are good if you move them away from the wall, get enough air circulation around them. But remember, one of the best ways of getting rid of aerosols in your house with COVID-19 is to open the windows. Um, but with smoke and other things these days, we don't do that as much. So uh, I have HEPA filters um, scattered around my house. But I, I think it's something for people to consider. I think it's something we're going to have to consider long term. I don't see these fires abating. I don't see global warm, global warming abating. Hopefully, COVID-19 will go down to sporadic illness at some point in the future, but it's probably going to be with us for some time. So remember, two means of transmission of COVID-19, aerosols and the larger respiratory droplets. Um, you know, we can tackle a lot of these problems, but, you know, I think this is one added feature we can add for our indoor environment to make things healthier in our own homes. Uh, well, Alan, again, thank you for this great discussion on air purification. You know, these are such important topics, especially 
uh, with COVID-19 uh, right now and, the, and these forest fires uh, affecting the entire West. And that, and that particular debris is, uh, NASA showed that it's floating all across the entire country. So even though we don't notice it here in, in Ohio, um, the NASA uh, satellites have shown that the, it's uh, floating into our airspace. So we're all affected by it. Um, if you like this podcast, please, uh, please like us and um, um, tell your friends about our podcast. Alan, thank you so much. Would you like to add anything else? No, Bill, I really appreciate it. And uh, everybody stay safe and healthy.